0: Welcome to the Healing Hearts Podcast with Julie and Sarai, your go-to source for all things dating and relationships. Join us as we explore the intricacies of love, share insightful stories, and offer practical tips to enhance your romantic journey. Whether you're single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between, we're here to provide guidance, inspiration, and a fresh perspective. Get ready to embark on a transformative adventure of love and connection. Let's get started. Hello, Sarai. Hi, Julie. How are you? Great. How are you?
1: I'm doing amazing. I'm excited for today's topic.
0: So am I. We're talking about situationships.
1: The dreaded situationships. Have you ever heard that Snow Allegra song called Situationship? you want to sing it? No, I don't have a singing voice, but it's a really good song. And that's what made me think about this topic because I was like, huh, there's a lot of us out there that are in situationships and we don't even know it.
0: Yeah. So tell me about, tell me about a situationship you've been in.
1: <laughs> the last relationship, quote unquote, that I had
0: <laughs> yeah. It was a
1: big situationship. It was fun though. I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to deny it. I think that's one of the things that people need to be aware of in situationships that if they want it to be a relationship, they're going to have to be clear about certain things. And if you're just there for funsies, then understand that it might probably not turn into a relationship and somebody's going to end up falling in love. Kind of like the whole friends with benefits. Yeah. Which could be another topic for another day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, make a note with, of that. <laughs> yes, make a note of that. Friends with benefits. So, situationships is something that I hadn't heard until like you told me about it, and then I started hearing it from my clients, and I was like, "Wow, this is really a thing." Because I had never been in. Well, I didn't. I think it was called something different maybe back in the day. Because I don't know what I didn't know what a situationship was. You want to tell? the listeners what a situation is situation ship is
1: now i want to hear yours first cuz this is like mind blowing to me and i guess it's because you've been married so you're not in the dating scene and you're lucky enough <laughs> not to be on <laughs> in the dating scene right now so that's why this is like such a weird context to you but what do you think a situation ship is
0: so i think a, a situation ship is being uncertain about where you are in a relationship. Like, you are you committed? Are you exclusive? Like, what are we here? And we're just is, you know, what I've heard is it's just like, you're having fun. You're, you know, well, one person has having fun and then the other person is thinking that the relationship's going somewhere and it's not. So you end up in a situationship.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Dictionary definition is a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established, and it may be based out of convenience and um, or for a short term circumstances. So mm. it could be that little maintenance man, as one of my friends calls it. Uh, but. Th- there's a fine line in between those two. There's a fine line between having a friends with benefits or a maintenance man um, and then being a in a situationship. I think when people start to get themselves in the danger zone of being in a situationship is when they start to fantasize about having a relationship with the other person and the other person is not on the same boat as you. Yeah. So that's where the unclarity comes and like the anxiety and I feel like that's when people become from or they can go from a very secure attachment to a very anxious attachment style because all of a sudden you want to overcompensate and like if you spend more time with this person they'll fall in love with you or if you do certain things for them they'll like all of a sudden realize oh my god this is like my, my soulmate or my partner for life. It's when you start having those thoughts, I think that's when you're in the danger zone of hello, welcome to situationship land.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So here's my take. Why the heck aren't people just communicating what they want in the relationship? So I, why are we talking about this? Like if I want to be in a relationship with someone and I want it to be exclusive I want it to be committed why am I not saying to my partner like hey this is what I'm looking for is this also what you're looking for and if they're like no I'm looking for funsies and you're like "Mm, no I'm out like that's not going to work for me well why are we not communicating this in our relationships that's what I want to know tell me please that
1: I think that it's mainly for the fear of rejection, but I also want to say it's a generational thing. Mm. If you think about it, what are millennials known for? They're known for just being like the ones that they got whatever they wanted. Their parents always told them you can be whatever you want to be. And rejection for them has never been a thing, which is very similar to Gen Z now. It's like everybody's included, everybody's in, like, nobody's left behind and nobody has ever faced rejection. So that fear of rejection that millennials carry with them can be one of the reasons why they don't communicate. Hey, I really, really like you and I want to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I've experienced when I've really, really like somebody. I'd rather not say anything at times because I don't want to be rejected and feel shitty after. And then I get over and then I tell them. But in the beginning, that's what happens. <laughs> that's well, what goes through my mind.
0: Yeah, well, I think all these generations, I think the millennials and the Gen Zs need us more than ever because if I could scream it from the rooftops, like communication, and I will say this probably every single episode, like communication in a committed relationship, a not committed relationship is so freaking important. And we need to get past the fear of rejection because this is our lives. Don't we wanna be happy and fulfilled? Like we shouldn't be afraid to be rejected by someone. If they don't like us because I wanna wanna be married and have 50 kids or whatever it is, like I should be happy with that. And I should be looking for someone that is gonna fulfill the, neat, the, the, the the things that I want in life. So I know that sounds like it's fairy tale, you know, but it's really not. Communication, it's just the most important freaking thing I could say if you want to have a successful relationship, whatever it is, you know, whatever relationship it is.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's one of the things that I took away from the certification is that communication is what leads to a functional and healthy relationship. Because before I even started doing the certification for coaching, I was still very much in that whole concept of like, if he likes me, he should come and like, prove it to me. And yeah, no, that's not how it works. Like, you're going to have to give the man some, like, ammo. Let him know that you are interested. He's not just going to show up just because it's you. You know what I mean? And that's what I what I say when it comes to, like, we've all, what do we call the millennials or the participation trophy uh, generation, where mm, it's like, oh, right. oh, you 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 participated, so you still get a prize. Oh, and yeah. that kind of mentality has really fucked us up. Like it really has. And um it's crazy to see it in Gen Z though. Because Gen Z is a little bit more vocal about like what they want and what they like need.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree. I think they're very <laughs> vocal. I do have a Gen Z and I also have a millennial. So I have, you know, both spectrums of uh, kids and my my one is very vocal, you know, like you said, um, and I think she says what she wants.
1: Mm-hmm. But again, that has to do with the fact that a lot of Gen Zers are are their parents are millennials. I mean, you're the exception. Okay. <laughs> Am I? But uh, millennials are the ones that are are having Gen Z babies and i think because of certain situations that we have lived through we have taught our kids like no no no, you need to speak up and and change the cycle here so there's hope there's a lot of hope but situationships is just one of those things that it's so easy to get into because of the fear of commitment that a lot of people have
0: right now yeah no, I right. am in that boat. <laughs> we're getting you out of that boat. We're we're <laughs> working on it. We are working on it. You are going to be out of that boat. But, you know, the I will say with you is that your clarity and your amount of awareness has definitely grown. And that's what you get from coaching, right? You get that yes. clarity that you, you learn how to figure out what your boundaries are, what your requirements are, what the heck you want. So you don't end up in a relationship type of a relationship that you don't want. And that's exactly you may want a situation and no judgment. If that's what you want, you go on with your bad self. But we do coach around, you know, finding the kind of relationship you want. So you don't you recognize the red flags and you're not stuck in this type of relationship.
1: The red flags. Oh, my God. That's a trigger word. It's like a trend word right now. Everybody has red flags and everybody can read red flags and everybody can see them, but they all think it's a freaking carnival. Right. And they still write it. So if you understand them, if you see them, why do we still decide to go for it and get ourselves into a situation ship? That is like the question that I've been trying to answer this entire time. It's like, why do we continue to do it? But if I, were to answer it to myself right now, it would be because it's just, I don't want to the fear of commitment. I really don't want to be in a relationship, but I want somebody there Mm -hmm. it's out of convenience. And then once sex gets involved, then everything just, just changes.
0: Oh, don't, don't even get me started with that one. That's going to be a whole nother episode about sex and when to have sex when you're dating, like, don't even get me started with that one. Cause I hear so (laughs) much from clients about that. And I'm just like, want to scream from the rooftops with that one too. But what I wanted to say about you, with what you were saying about fear of commitment is maybe you don't want to, you know, maybe a person doesn't want a relationship, but their desire to keep a relationship casual and non-exclusive, that's a situationship as well. That's a reason for a situationship. So if you want to be casual and non-exclusive, you're going to be in a situationship. Is what you want? Maybe.
1: Yeah. But I think that's what I mean. Like once you are in it and like you realize, because I think somehow, somewhere along the way, you're going to be like, oh shit, I'm stuck now. And you've already kind of created this connection. I, where it goes downhill is when you start creating that connection, and you want more, but the other party doesn't. That is when you're like, holy fuck, I am in a situationship, and I, I don't want to leave him now because I've already spent all this time, and I really like him, and I might even be in love with him. And then trying to like go back to square one and start dating again, and it's like, oh, I have to start all over again. Can I just make this work? Can you make a situationship work? What
0: do you think? Mm, That's a great question. Um, I think, like I said before, communication. If you have a strong communication, if you have a relationship with a strong communication, I didn't say that right, but if you can communicate with your partner or your boyfriend or whatever it is, girlfriend, then you can, you can have that conversation and, you know, and see where it's going to go. I think it's yeah. possible to change it around, but not if you came into the relationship saying, well, I want to be non-exclusive and, you know, just, you know, be frenzies with benefitsies you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be really difficult to change that relationship around because you came into the relationship with a whole nother you know, label, if you will. Yeah. What do you think? I agree.
1: I agree. I think it's very hard to take a situationship and turn it like really turning like into a committed relationship. Because both parties are gonna have to be on the same page. But hey, it might be that both parties are wanting the same thing, but they're not talking to each other and they're just enjoying the whole like, you know, having fun together and not having that that title um I think that's what people used to call it before not having a title we're just hanging out we're just hanging out and like whatever happens happens and eventually like they just move in together and all of a sudden they were together for like 20 years
0: (laughs) yeah but now
1: everybody wants a label for everything that because of the awareness now that we have when it comes to like relationships and like mental health and all of that. Yeah. I think that's why it's become such a thing now about situationships that you're like, Hey, I'm wanting more. You're not something's off here. I thought we were going to go through the motions until we both felt a certain way, which again, goes back to what you're always saying, communication. And if you're both not communicating about what you really want in a relationship, then You're gonna be stuck in a situation ship.
0: Well, and I have a question. So everything's about labels, right? Which I can't stand. I can't stand labels um, on everything. But like, you can ask somebody. So are you dating so and so? And they're like, Oh no, we're just talking. What the heck is the difference (laughs) between just talking and dating? Can you just be dating when you're dating? You're going out. Please explain. To me and everybody else that doesn't understand this, (laughs) what talking, the difference between talking and dating is?
1: I think the difference is that people don't know how to define dating.
0: They Mm -hmm. think that when they're dating, they
1: are committed to one person and they're only talking, quote unquote, to one person. And if people were to define dating to equate it to talking, Then they would say yes i'm dating them Hmm. if they would take off the label of i'm dating this person as like this is the only person that i'm dating i think that's like a stigma of if you're dating too many people like you're you're a cheater or you're a player or whatever like no then how are you going to find somebody that might be compatible with you you have to date right I have uh, I follow this matchmaker and I love her concept of dating, she's like dating is you're collecting data. Yes, you're collecting data to see which one out of all the little fishes out in the sea is going to be the one that you're going to take home. Yeah. And you can't do that unless you date this
0: talking face who the fuck talks. No. what do you talk, what do you that's what I want to say like what do you are you talking to like are you just talking to them are you just being on social with them are you like what are you just texting like is that talking and then and then you're official so dating so talking is just talking but dating and then dating is I guess more exclusively yeah I guess dating and then official is like when you're like in a relationship with that one person is that it's so freaking
1: weird <laughs> and, and that's what i say i think that everybody has gotten the wrong definition of what dating is and it's just been diluted to this dating when i'm dating somebody it's because i'm already in a pretty committed relationship with them and it's not and i guess that's because like oh when you're married let's go on date night yeah You know what I mean? So the word date has been used in the wrong context all along. So now we're like, now we're making all these other fucking labels to equate to just dating. Right.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you something. My, my, I have a great aunt who's almost a hundred, she turns a hundred in August. And I told her I was going on a date night with my husband. And she goes, she looked at me with terror in her eyes. Like, why are you going on a date? She's like, "Why are you dating?" I was like, "No, it's just a term." I said, "What would you call it?" She goes, "Well, you're just going out." I go, "Okay." So I, you know, she didn't like the term date. We're totally getting off subject here, but it does no, no, to- not really because
1: dating, okay, here's another one. Because okay. I've I've had this uh and it all leads back to situationships. I okay. Promise. All right. There's a full circle here. Cordy. people don't know what courting is anymore and that has to do a lot with the context of like women and trying to be empowered which all power to women yes i am here for it but we don't know how to let a man court us no and that's why we can't communicate hey i want this type of relationship and because when a man starts to like act a certain way and they start to pull away we cave in to certain things, which leads us into falling into situationships that we might not be ready for. So, those big empowered women that I love and hold dear in my heart—if—if if we were all—and I say we—if mm-hmm. we were all that empowered in communicating what we want and need in a relationship, this whole situationship BS. Would not exist because we wouldn't allow it. We wouldn't allow a man to push us into certain boxes that we weren't, or we didn't want to, unless we decided to to say, "Sure, I'll be your fuck buddy. It's okay."
0: But are you defining? So then, are you defining? Are you defining situationships as as you know a a, a buddy? Like you're an F girl.
1: I think, I mean, in reality, you're, well, to me, what a situationship, I read you the definition, right? but to me, what a, a situationship means is like, you're doing everything that you do in a relationship. You, you met his family, you've gone on trips with him, like you're in a relationship, but you don't have the title. And whenever the situation or not the situation, the conversation about having a formal title comes up. It's like no 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 no. What are you doing? Why are you ruining the the fun? We're having fun here. Like why are you trying to put a title on it? That to me is what a situation ship is. When we get like gaslit the fuck out. Like <laughs> hey, you can be my pretty much quote unquote wife, but I'm not gonna marry you. Mm. That's what a situation ship is to me.
0: Okay.
1: And it's like, do you really want that? Is that what you're looking for? Then more power to you. I, I just don't think that the women that I coach will ever allow that. Not after they've gone through my coaching program. No. Maybe they come to me a little flustered, but after they leave, they are very clear on what they require for themselves and for their partner. Like, these are my boundaries. So I don't know. Situationships can be tricky. It can be very easy to fall into them. Mm -hmm. Very, very easy when there's no communication, as you said. Communication is key into not falling into a situationship, unless you yourself are the one that's starting that whole situationship. But if you are the one that is starting a relationship like that, where you're going to be going out together, having date nights, having sex, having like meeting family members and all of that, you yourself are putting yourself in that position. Then you're going to have to check your feelings every single time. And once you feel like, Hey, this is getting a little too, too intense. that I'm out like hit the eject button if you have to, or have a conversation with the person.
0: How about that how about just having the conversation that's that's what i would say have the- i can
1: tell you yeah i can tell you that in my situationship when it came to like hey do you want to meet my my children i was like fuck no
0: mm.
1: no thank you what and i was the one that said why are you trying to ruin it why are you trying to make it something that it's not like why can't we just have fun but it takes a very i guess that secured attachment person like you have to be very secure in where you're at in order to say no 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 like we said this was going to be for fun once people try to make it into something else that's when it turns into gray area of situationship land and you might be the mayor of it <laughs> or the president of it
0: do you do oh. you think that that's a kind of relationship that you would want again um, mm,
1: I had a lot of fun, but I wouldn't do it again because towards the end, there was certain things that happened where like my emotions were like, oh fuck, like, no, this was not where it was supposed to end. And me realizing and saying it out loud, remember that day that I called you like panicking? Yeah. <laughs> um i was like oh no i was like i'm in danger zone i need to get the fuck out so would i do it again no because it's a clusterfuck of emotions that it just really really messes with your head if you are not secure in yourself if you don't have that self-confidence that self-love to like back you up then it will really mess you up Cause then it'll feel like another failed relationship without it being a relationship.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And I, and I see you as confident and you have, you're very aware and all that. So, but I did see how it, it, it did affect you. And, you know, that's something that we definitely help our clients with. So they don't have to, you know, they can have the awareness also and, and learn that self love like you have. But, yeah, you know, and, like, I, and
1: I, I guess the best so, tip that I can give somebody that has been in, or is part of a situation ship is go date somebody else, go on a date with somebody else so they can like show you what you really want, because it's not until you go on a date with somebody else that's not that person you start to really like realize, huh? I really like that other person and I want something else with them. And it's no longer this I'm here for fun season. It's convenient. And let's just go with the flow. It's like, no, now I want a title. Right. And just be ready for it. Be ready for that conversation, whether it's a good one or a bad one, just because you just never know. Maybe that person is on the same page as you and he he might say, Hey, I've been waiting for you to fucking say something.
0: Yeah, right. That's, that would be great. But I think most (laughs) of the time, it doesn't happen that way. At least least with what I've heard, it doesn't happen that way. It's, it's, it's heartbreak city.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think, I think situationships are a lot more hurtful than an actual relationship ending, because there was nothing. Like, what do you mourn? You don't even mourn the relationship. Right. Like, there's no, there's nothing there. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot worse than just a, hey, we were together for a couple of years. Now we're no longer together. Let's move forward. A situationship is so in limbo the entire time that, I don't know.
0: It sucks. So what would your your tip be to women or men that are listening that are in a situationship and they might, want to be in a real relationship I think what you
1: said is just communicate with that other person and really share your feelings or play it safe and swallow your pride a little and walk away if it's going to be easier to walk away then walk away if you know that that person is not on the same page as you go heal yourself go deal with whatever you have to deal and take care of yourself and move on because you're not going to be able to change somebody's mind if they don't want to be in a committed relationship with you. What about you? What would your, your final thoughts on that would be?
0: Well, definitely just communicate. I, I would just say, If you're in a relationship and you really are starting to care about that person, or you already care about that person, you didn't realize you were going to be in a situation just communicate, you know, say what you say, what you want. And hopefully that person wants the same thing as you. And if not have the courage, um, to let that person go, like you said, and love will be out there for you. So you just got to go find them. Yeah.
1: Somebody's out there that will actually honor all of your requirements, all of your needs, honor you, give you your place. So there's there's love out there. There's love out there for all of us.
0: Absolutely. Well, I 100% agree. Love is out there for all of us. We just have to find it and you will find it. We all will find it. I have found it, but you will all find it. And it'll be a beautiful thing when it happens.
1: I am excited for all of y'all that are going to leave your situationships and start working on yourselves to find your compatible partner, your soulmate. But Julie, thank you so much for today's conversation. That was really good. It was a little therapeutic too. <laughs> good.
0: Thank I can't you. wait I for the next one. Yeah, me too. All right. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for listening and we will see you all on the next one. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Healing Hearts podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. See you at the next one.